Athletic Ministry International. Go a one twenty one Elanti Road, Ifeja Compost Stop, Okelam Toro Abe Okuta. Berelanti Thursday, January twenty five. Titi Water Thursday, March seven. Ado Tawai. Barango Medio Uruku Tusago Mewaro. I want to share with you my share with you. Lost your seni. Prophet Adewale Jonade Tshonati Bado. Prophet Doctor Sade Umiadara. Papa Dominion Lateko. Apostle Sunday Alelanti Bado. Prophet Olare Wajolabe Mijepi Lateko. Prophet Doctor Kadia Diola Baba Testimony Lolu Balejo Ada. Fresh 107.9 FM Professionalism Nurtured by Experience turns of staring out the window at the darkness the boredom overtook us and he began to speak he said son I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes so if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces for a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold up Never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done Every gambler knows That the secret to surviving Is knowing what to throw away Knowing what to keep Cause every hand's a winner And every hand And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window Crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler, he broke even But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep You got no No when to fold up, no when to walk away, and no when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count. When the deal is done, you got to know. The 1978 classic remastered in 2006, The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. 
as our starting points this morning on Freshly Pressed. No when to walk away. Uh, perhaps this will go out to Nigerian artists who lost out yesterday at the yes, Grammys. Um, and then maybe know when to continue trying. Uh, but then uh, we all can pick a kind of motivation from that. Um, don't count your cards yet. My name is Emmanuel Oke. Okay? Good morning and welcome to Freshly Pressed this beautiful Monday morning, the fifth day in the month of February 2024. It's the start of a new week and I'm wishing you an amazing, fruitful and blessed week ahead. I do hope everything you lay your hands to this week uh, comes out prosperous. Um, I'm Emmanuel. Uh, let's welcome to the program this morning. And I'm Omoyemi Adesoye, and it's so good to be here this Monday morning. It is beautiful because the weather is somehow, like, can, it, can we say it is really beautiful? Because you no, know, I, like I noticed uh, we have this period now. It's the yeah. longer nights, longer yes. nights, yes, shorter, short, day. shorter days. Yes. 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. is still dark outside. Very dark. So uh, perhaps you see the town is not yet woken, yes. not fully. <laughs> Uh, but, but then I, I was forced this morning to compare where we live, that is Abeokuta here, mm -hmm. to Lagos. Uh, 4 a.m., people are on the Very grind, bustling. on the move already. Mm -hmm. But I think I like this. It's quite peaceful enough. Yeah, you quiet. have enough sleep, you're well rested, and maybe uh, lesser cases of hypertension mm -hmm. because people have enough sleep. Um, just imagine putting a small child or a school child through the hassle of waking up at mm, 4 a.m. daily to mm -hmm. go to school. But then, it's cool. This is where we are. Uh, this is Abelkota City. Um, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll pick the stories on Freshly Pressed this morning. Don't move a muscle. list of papers this morning for review the punch newspaper is here the vanguard the tribune uh, platform times pen pushing let's start with the punch and move to the platform times and the pen pushing later we have the nigerian tribune and of course the guardian newspapers from the punch newspaper kidnapping epidemic fundraising for ransom persists ekiti pupils families pay 15 million naira in business and economy, power generation crashes to 59 megawatts after fresh grid collapse. Dollar supply rises by 180% as banks sell $440 million. Results here. 10 hospitalized as police cult groups clash in Lagos schools. There's also a feature in the Punch newspaper, Food List 2024 Grammy winners. A look at some of the other stories being paraded on the Punch newspaper this morning. Shoaibu orders boycott a dope PDP Congress. Makide dumps committee. Ekitipupio's kidnappers insist on fried rice, energy drinks, beside 15 million naira ransom. And this is sad. 192 died, 929 injured in Ogun Road crashes in 2023. That's according to trades. Rerun, or your APC commends INEC security agencies. By elections, INEC suspends Plateau officer. Thugs kill one in Kaduna. And this is coming from the presidency. Nigerian cost of living lowest in Africa, mm. says presidency. We'll discuss that later on in the show. 
And on the Nigerian Tribune this Monday morning, Northern Yields caution Katina elders over remarks against Nubu's government. Also there, TCN blames gas constraints as national grid collapses again. Poor economy. Atiku offers no alternative to Tinubu's that is coming from the presidency. And also, economic challenges, Tinubu's response uninformed. Arbitrary, that is coming from the Atiku camp. And on the Guardian newspapers this Monday morning, there are some headlines as well. Nigeria in darkness as power grid collapses again. Lagos Otter, Abekuta Expressway. Three months after FEC approval for Ogun government, it's motion without movement. That is there on the Guardian this morning. Also there as well, Kwara Slim Monarch. Police nab one abductor's demand 40 million naira as ransom. Your policies promoting despair, Atiku tells me that is there on the Guardian newspapers this Monday morning. A look at some of the online dailies in Ogu State here. Pen Pushin says terrorists abducts bride, 52 women escorts on way to matrimonial home. You find the details there. Teenager killed as customs official chase smugglers. That's also in the pen pushing. World Cancer Day. Alarming statistics. Cancer disease to reach 35 million by 2050, says World Health Organization. Still from pen pushing. Abducted Ikita State. School children freed. Driver killed. And Nigeria. Acclaimed giant of Africa faces another round of blackouts as electricity grid collapses. you find details of that and many more in the pen pushing newspapers. Uh, going straight to the platform times this morning, Ogun Cleric urges National Day of Fasting prayers to avert political deaths in Nigeria. That's in the Platform Times newspaper. Central Bank of Nigeria restricts use of foreign currency for domestic transactions. Appeal Court, FCMB, Deposits, Damages, Prophet Omali, Libel Suit. That's in the Platform Times. Sharia Council urges EFCC to expose religious body allegedly sponsoring terrorism and also from the platform times this morning villagers concealed weapons following counter-terrorism operation says defense chief and this is from ex dss director until i was kidnapped i discouraged payment of ransom that's in the Platform Times newspaper. You find these stories and many more this morning. So let's uh, move straight to uh, the key stories. But then, before then, uh, do join us on Facebook. We are live at Fresh 107.9 FM. Fresh 107.9 FM. Put your comments there. We'll read them out. You can use the X handle as well. Uh, X handle is at Fresh FM 107.9 and uh, the whatsapp line is also blinking drop your messages uh, when the time is right we'll pick them up and read this morning ustaz awal jibril is in the house good morning ustaz um Emmanuel, good morning it's a pleasure to have you this morning this is your cap <laughs> is it your <laughs> no. i think it should be yao yes <laughs> <laughs> how are you i'm fine thank you sir how are you too Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're saying fine on our behalf. Um, I'm, I wish you a great week ahead. Let's get into the stories this morning. Uh, here's in the Tribune Economy Challenges, Tinubu's response uninformed, arbitrary, chaotic. Uh, that's from, from a tick. It comes with a rider, says President assumed office unprepared. 
Former Vice President Atiku Abubakar has blasted the handling of the nation's economic challenges by President Bola Tinubu, saying that his initiatives are not only uninformed, but arbitrary and chaotic. In a statement he issued on Sunday, the presidential candidate of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, in the 2023 presidential election also alleged that the president's palliatives are anti-poor as it seemed to be lost, bewildered and overwhelmed. The former vice president said from his actions so far, Tinubu was not prepared to assume office as president. Atiku noted that the country's perform that economy's performance has been a subject of intense discourse among Nigerian citizens at home and abroad in recent weeks and months. He pointed out that Nigerians are gravely concerned that Tinubu's poor response to Nigeria's economic challenges is setting the stage for a prolonged and deeper domestic economic crisis. The quote is long, you find it in the Tribune this morning. Economy challenges, Tinubu's response uninformed, arbitrary chaotic. That's according to Atiku. And that story has a reaction as well on the Nigerian Tribune from the camp of the presidency. Poor economy. Atiku offers no alternative to Tinubu's policy that is there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune. The presidency has said that despite the criticism of President Bola Tinubu's economic policies by Atiku Abubakar, the former vice president does not offer any viable alternatives. This followed a statement issued on Sunday by the candidate of the People's Democratic Party accusing Tinubu of poor response to the economic challenges. But in a response, Bayo Ononuga, the SA to the President on Information and Strategy, he said, and I quote, Elijah Atiku Abubakar has certainly found a new hobby to keep himself busy, having failed to achieve his lifelong ambition of becoming the President of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, is increasingly carving for himself the role of opposition in chief to the President and his government. That, the rest is there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune, the reaction to that statement from the former Vice President Atiku Abubakar. Uh, but the, the Punch newspaper reports that same story mm. differently. It says mm. Nigerian cost of living lowest in Africa says presidency. Amidst the soaring rate of inflation, the presidency on Sunday claimed that Nigerians are enjoying the lowest living costs in Africa. It also said the administration of President Bola Tinubu was focused on solving our economic and security challenges, and while admitting that his reforms would cause immediate pains, but will usher in an era of prosperity in the medium and long terms. The special advisor to the president on information and strategy, Mr. Bayo Nonuga, made these assertions in a statement he signed titled Atiku Abubakar and his new hobby. Onuga's response followed accusations from the PDP 2023 presidential candidate Abubakar, who said Tinubu's economic policies were dashing hopes, creating pain, and causing despair among citizens. Details in the Punch newspaper this morning. Ustas, let's touch on this story quickly. Um, the, the economy is hard, and I think that's a fact. You see that um, in the reactions of people, in the metrics, we look at every economic indices possible. You see that um, the economy is not smiling at this moment. But then, um, we, we always criticize opposition for not coming out to speak or for not talking, particularly speaking now. But, but my concern really is on the tone of the message. It looks as if um, the presidency is now feeding us a certain narrative every time there's a statement. We know we are feeling the pain, but things will be better. Are we being patronized by the presidency? Oh, thank you. Um, your angle this morning, it, it's exciting. 
because it took all the angles and um, almost from all the major newspapers. So I, I don't think you're biased. Um, you, 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 you did it diligently. Um, the presidency kept on telling us um, we're coming, be patient. You know, that's that. The opposition will always come out to say whatever they have to say. But in all this, I will want a quality opposition. I've said that before. We are in, we have um, a shadow government by the opposition, um, whether the main opposition or collectively. For every department of governance, the economy, uh, political, everywhere, they have their own team, a kind of think tank that is preferring solution, that is telling you know, the ruling government, no, you're not doing it well. These are things we are suggesting. And I'm basing this, my opinion, on what happened in the, um, with Abafumi Awolowo um, in the 60s. You realize that the opposition then, they have a shadow cabinet. And for every policy, for every issue we are facing, they have, you know, their proposal to the federal government for education, um, our foreign relationship, um, uh, signing military pacts, which were the issues of the day then. For each of these, um, the opposition had, can we go this way? For agriculture, can we go this way? So these are these things. I am expecting the opposition to equally do the same thing. But the opposition we have in Nigeria now, are in disarray. We, we can't deny that. And that's why it has become a kind of personalized issue. Can they come together and prefer what they feel is an alternative to the policies that are coming from the ruling government? On the issue of the economy, as bad as it is, all of us are not shocked. In fact, even before this government came up, um, we've been told by experts that it's going to be easy for anybody uh, who eventually becomes Nigerian president. And on the issue of the subsidy, um, the three main candidates, which will be... Um, they all agree. They all agree that they, they will remove the subsidy. That's the way to go. So what I'm saying, in essence, is I don't want them to play politics their life. Things are bad enough. Can they come up with something they feel will solve our problem. But Ustaz, do you see this government, like if, if, if they come together to give solution to the government, do you see the government, you know, taking this advice and try to implement this, their policies from the opposition party? Let them give us first. And I'll tell you why I'm saying that. We've seen in the past several decisions of this government that have been changed because of public outcry. Um, appointment, um, policies, for instance, when they first came in, before the ministers were brought in, they wanted to give money uh, using the register, social register, register. you know, mm -hmm. they inherited from uh, President Mondubari. But the labor union said no, and they listened. And eventually the money was given to the state. So they've been listening to suggestions. So if the opposition comes in with something that I feel is credible, I have a feeling that this government will take it. And one thing I want the government or the opposition to keep on talking about is can we lift embargo on food importation rice in particular why the government 000. is not lifting 
that embargo, the ban on rice importation, for now, only God knows. I feel is the way to go. Because we're not producing enough locally. And to me, um, low-hanging fruit that we can pluck now is take away, you know, um, the, the ban. Though we equally know that most of the rice producing nations are going through challenges too. And they are equally, you know, placing embargo on exportation. But can we explore some of these countries and see what we can do to improve the food situation in Nigeria? To me, this would be a way to go. And these are the kind of suggestions I'll be expecting from opposition, not just to give you a blanket, your, your policies are impoverishing Nigerians, Nigerians are becoming more poor. I think that is not the way forward. It's not the narrative but, we want but, now. But Ustaz, let's, let's um, shy away from that and pick a fresh angle. The, the president was marketed to us on the merits of his performance. Um, he was pushed as a maestro, an economic master. Um, are the problems of Nigeria demystifying Bola Tinubu at this moment? I, I don't think so. The issue that we have regarding the economy... Or perhaps he's unraveling. No. Let me take it like this. The issues that we have as the challenges, the economic challenges we have, didn't just start yesterday. Is in there over time. We all know that our major challenge is that our economy is dollarized. I don't want to use the word over dollarized because it shouldn't be dollarized in the first instance. When I say over dollarized, it's as if element of dollar should be there. It shouldn't be there. We're not producing. Um, nothing has been working. Quite a number of the things that we eat in Nigeria comes from outside Nigeria. Uh, the so-called uh, demand for dollar um, continues for things that we shouldn't have, uh, we don't have business importing. So when you look at him coming up um, to face a challenge of almost a decade or two decades, we don't expect that this will be resolved in just six, seven, eight months. Then, when you look at the policies that are coming up from the various agencies of government, you realize that they are making effort. The floating of the dollar, for instance, is one aspect. It might not be working, but expert agrees that policies too have their own time frame for for which they're going to work. We saw recently um, the the CBN coming heavily on banks. We've seen that. We've seen CBN coming heavily on bureau the change. They need to take a decision, and I think they are doing that. Let's see how this plays out. At least in the first twelve months, the budget that um, the president met was a budget where we are using about 97% of our income to service debt. I mean, there is no way or any magic anybody can do within that system. They just passed their own budget. This is the first month of the 2024 budget that the Bola Tinubu government can say, this is our budget. Just, how many? You know, four weeks. No, they had a supplementary budget. Yes. Supplementary budget to solve quite a number of the problems they inherited, um, you know, from, what do you call it, um, um, uh, from more the world is um, government. But that area, I want Nigerians to focus on is, I am thinking we are over-focused on the national. Can we focus on the sub-national? For instance, we've seen increase in the revenue given to state government. Have we seen the corresponding impact 
of such revenue from them. Look, when money was given to states, quite a number of state governments came out with promises. I know in Ogun State, there were promises. What has happened to the promises that the Ogun State government gave to us? Um, the hundred bosses that they said uh, the platinum marketers or whatever. But, but this? this is the economy. It's, um, it's national. You, you, you cannot have a flourishing economy in Lagos and have otherwise in the States. Uh, perhaps not to, to varying degrees. There is no way we will micro. There is no way we will not micromanage when it comes to economy. Every state has its own economy. Every state passes its own budget. There is no way to look at the state because they are part of the larger economy. They are part of the agriculture. They are part of people that will produce the food that we are not seeing. Yeah, but the reality on ground is that you cannot buy a bag of rice for a certain amount in Lagos and buy cheaper in Abelkuta. But effort of the state government can bring down the price of the bag of rice and food stuff. What I'm saying in essence is, look, what we don't understand is that state government are in control of land, not federal government. For federal government to be able to get into agriculture, they, they will need the partnership of the state who controls the land. What I'm saying in essence is, we can look at the global uh, picture of Nigeria as a nation without looking at the subnationals. Because, look, listen, when you bring about the budget of all the state government in 2024, it's bigger than the budget of the federal government. I, I, I don't know if they are getting it. So, so, but what I'm do, saying is, do for a break. I, I'm not saying the federal government doesn't have a role to play. I'm yeah. saying what have been the contribution of the subnationals to improve our economy? These are questions that they need to be answering. If you just tuned in, this is Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. We'll take this break. We'll be back with more stories. <laughs> Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home Oni electronics day irorun de fun gbogbo eyin eyan wa Yes, Oni Electronics. Ile ise t'Ologun fi shike wa. To ba Donit Electronics. Ibudo kan soso kiki Electronics niyan. Owo po ku lo bade. Be sire original na nta ni be sa. Eh now. Lawon electronic appliances lori surise. Bi television, refrigerator, freezer, radio tape lori surise. Plasma TV lori surise. Home theater, pressing iron, air condition, generator, washing machine. Abibili ati be be lo ta le katon. Eh eh. Oni Electronics. Office won wa ni Shapon Abeokuta ni Greenhouse. Bi 
is new shop and shopping complex opposite general post office o se ni kan body te bere o ni electronics lowe ni shop ti o mo be e pe won telephone 0803356850 abike 0706917398 o ni electronics o ni gangan loni o ni loni o ma je Association Thank you for staying with us on Freshly Pressed this morning. Remember, we're live on Facebook at Fresh 107.9 FM. Drop your comments there. Drop them on WhatsApp as well as we continue with the stories this morning. Moving on to other matters, this Monday morning on The Guardian, Lagos Otabe Ekuta Expressway, three months after FEC approval for Ogun government, it's motion without movement that is there this morning on the Guardian newspapers. Gradually, the patience and expectations of road users flying the Lagos Abekuta Expressway are turning to anger and frustration as there seems to be no solution yet in sight. To be to the untold hardship faced by motorists and residents daily, the road awarded to Julius Barger PLC, okay, we, we, we know the story and how the Ogun State government uh, went to ask, that, that was last October, and they were awarded uh, that road for construction. Uh, but this report is telling us that it's been four months now and it's almost as if nothing has been done three months on that road and the question is why did the Ogun state government you know went to the federal government to ask for the road when they know they cannot construct it Ustaz, your uh, i don't know there have been a lot of comments mm. even before this report from guardian uh we've been asking that question um Ogun state as a state where we are all living uh, nothing has been happening um I, I don't think we'll be shy not to ask the right question. What exactly is Ogun State Government doing? In education, we're not seeing what they're doing. In agriculture, we're not seeing what they're doing. Look, this is off-season. There is no off-season effort to farm. We kept on complaining there is no food. Isn't there something the state government can do? In Ogun State, nothing is happening. We have believed that things are not really concerned us in the state and what the state government is pursuing. Look, that road normally serves people of Ogun State. But we believe that the huge investment that that road needs, that the Ogun State government shouldn't have ventured into it in the first place. But if they ventured into it, what is the outcome of it? There are other areas where they can go into, they're not going into, that will impact, you know, bring immediate impact on the people of the state positively. But nothing like that is happening. On the issue of... Um, 
palliatives on the issue of CNG vehicles. Nothing has happened. And look, we keep on challenging government uh, spokesperson. Come out and tell us what this government is doing. For God's sake, this government is not doing anything that an average Ogun state president can say we are proud of. And that's the truth. And we have to start asking questions. And that's why I said, what exactly are they doing with the increase in revenue? We know that an increase in revenue that is coming from federal allocation. What are they doing with it? The local government are not functional. Nothing is happening. Local government don't have a farm. They don't do anything. State government kept on telling us they are doing this, they are doing that. Um, they have um, uh, seminars for farmers, etc. We're not seeing the impact and the returns. So let the state government come out and tell us they are doing my belief is if state government can micromanage their own space effectively well, it's going to bring down these challenges. I want to ask a question. What is wrong? Why can't Ogun state government do partial financing of conversion of petrol engines to gas engines for vehicles that register with them commercially? Vehicles that are commercial vehicles that are registered with the state government. Why can't they say, look, bring your vehicles. We're going to partially funded for the conversion to happen. If that happens, there will be reduction in the cost of transportation on the street. It's not happening. They told us they want to give us buses. Where are the buses? They told us they want to bring out, you know, petrol stations where they have gas, etc. happening. It's eight months after. It has not happened. What exactly is the state doing? These are the questions. So, Guardian flagged it well. If you say you want to take over this road and it's four months, what are you doing? We're not seeing engineers. We are not seeing people there that are even taking measurements or doing anything. So what is happening? These are the questions they need but to answer. Perhaps the, the days of blaming the federal government is over. Uh, but, but, but then, who's that? The, the, the state of that road uh, was sorry. But I, I, was on, I was on the road on Friday and it's now beyond sorry. Um, you, you just take any lane you like, regardless of traffic rules. But, but the problem is this. Can you call that do, please do, a road? Do we have the capacity at the moment to finance the construction of that road? I, I don't know what the government plans, honestly. PPP, that's the name. Um, well, where is that private organization that is partnering them? And what is their own quota? What is their seed fund that they want to invest into this? I mean, by now, I've seen that two, three, four organizations are saying we are interested in this. It's not happening. And that's why I'm saying that Ogun State presently seems to be on automatic piloting. No, I'm sorry, but that's the truth. We need to start asking questions. As I said, if state government can come up and do uh, their own role, there will have been a so lot of let, peace. Let, uh, let me pick this story of reassurance from the governor. Um, mm -hmm. It's in the pen pushing. Governor Abiodu promises more infrastructural development as Ogun turns 48. Um, the governor of Ogun State, Dr. Abiodu, has emphasized that his administration is irrevocably committed to the development of the state and the well-being of its citizens, noting that despite various challenges, the state has become one of the most prosperous states in Nigeria through the efforts of successive administrations. Pempushin reports that Abiodo stated this on Saturday to mark the 48th anniversary of the creation of the state, which was created in 1976 by the regime of the late General Murtala Mohammed, and equally praised the contributions of his predecessors 
who he said laid the foundation of what the state is today. Let me read a part of his quote. Um, As your governor, I stand here today to assure you of my unwavering commitment to your well-being at all times. My administration remains steadfast in its mission to create an enabling environment that empowers our people and promotes inclusive growth. We'll continue to prioritize infrastructure, development, education, healthcare, agriculture, and job creation. I'll be honest with it. I think that answers your question. It doesn't answer my question. Not really. If it doesn't answer that question, we will have been seeing action going on on the infrastructural development that is open. Um, what do you call the Songo, Abeokota, Papa Lanto Road. You will have been seeing that. You will have seen such development that is happening on the Gbesa, Gbesa Road. Go and look out what is happening on those sides of the road. Look, this government, maybe the governor should even know the media briefing and talk to the media. Let them ask questions. What exactly has it done since they came for this second term? Honestly, and, and I'm speaking for quite a number of people on the street of Ogun State. We have not seen what the government is doing. And is that's that not typical of every Nigerian governor? How do you mean? After first term, you have the ease after Supreme mm-hmm. Court ruling of the second term and all is well now. And the competition is for um, who takes over from them. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's what we don't want to happen. That's our asking question. All we know is that in the past six, seven months, state governments across Nigeria have had opportunity of increased revenue. What have we benefited from it? What has it translated into for an average citizen of each of the states? And because I live in Ogun State, I'm asking the question, what can an average citizen of Ogun State point to that has been the impact, positive impact, of the increase in revenue that is coming from the oil subsidy that has been removed? Because if they have been doing their part well, wouldn't have been feeling the pain of this subsidy removal. And we are feeling so well. And part of the gain from that subsidy isn't shared to their account. But we are not feeling it on the street of, of the state. And that's why we're asking question. What are they doing with the increase in revenue, for God's sake? They didn't come and tell us. So let's move away from that. Power generation crashes to 59 megawatts after fresh grid collapse. Uh, it's in the Punch newspaper. Power generation on the national grid crashed to 59.9 megawatts around 12 p.m. on Sunday as the country's grid witnessed a nationwide collapse. Data obtained from the Federal Ministry of Power showed that electricity generation on the grid plunged from 2,658.75 megawatts at 11 a.m. to 59.9 megawatts by 12 noon on Sunday as power distributors lost supply from the grid. This led to widespread blackouts across the country as power distribution companies blamed it on the collapse of the grid managed by the Transmission Company of Nigeria an agency of the federal government. Uh, details of that you find in the Punch newspaper. Um, other newspapers are reporting as well. Mm. Tribune says blackout as national grid collapses. Um, the Vanguard put a picture of the minister. Nigeria records first system collapse in 2024. Uh, let's quickly talk about this national grid. Left to me, I won't talk about it because it's something that recalls. Mm. Uh, we have the first scenario of the year already. Who knows how many more times it will collapse in the year? Um, do we have the capacity to totally overhaul our transmission system? We do. If you can hijack it from people in whose hands it is now, the cabals. From the federal government? 
federal government in inverted commerce, but there are some cabals controlling the energy sector of Nigeria, just like NMPC and the oil industry. There are people that are in charge. Are you not shocked that but, this But the NMPC was privatized and nothing came out of it. What was privatized? What was privatized? NMPC. To NMPCL. <laughs> we'll start seeing results on that. Uh, I'm happy about that Hopefully. interjection. Look, the TCN is not privatized. And that's the truth. For us to have a new future, we must have a different story regarding the TCN. It has to be unbundled. And that's the truth. The idea of gas, what they, what they tell us, no, it's not. TCN has to be unbundled. And that is where we are going to have a different story. If it remains the way things are, it will keep on being another avenue for people that are making it big on the government. Look, I read a report recently. We have about 25 organizations you know, that came out from the old PHCN TCN. Anyway, I mean, uh, Nepal PHCN. I have lived to no darkness in Nigeria from ECN um to nepa to nep to pcn all names all as in darkness the way forward is to unbundle the tcn let it become a regional thing some of the state government the way things are now cannot handle it they don't have what it takes to handle it and that's the truth aside lagos that has made a lot of Infrastructural development regarding that. That's why a electricity is functioning. Too. We have around Papalan too, um, and, and others. Papalan too, to the it? best of my knowledge, yeah. does not belong to state government. Papalan too, power plant that power is plan, there, yeah. does not belong to state government. I know it has something to do with the, uh, NDPC, uh, NIPP, a project like that. I know. I don't think it belongs to state government. However, the huge investment that we need in that sector is such that not all states in Nigeria can double into it. I would rather want private organizations to take it up. But can we start from the regional angle? Can we have regional, you know, power system, power organization that will try to like see what is going to happen to each of the region? If we do that, to me it's better off. Because I know that my experience in the north, quite a number of energy were pumped into some state of the north that eventually were being rejected by the discourse. So we need to look into all this wholesomely. So going forward, TCN needs to be unbundled. The way it is presently, you know, structured, it has to be unbundled. And so the, the idea of a national grid should get away. It should, it, it's not working. But but is it not lofty to think regions that have we don't have regional governments? How would it work to not have regional grids? That is going we, to. We hear a lot of things. I'll give you some examples. Uh, just about two or three years ago, Lagos and Ogun signed a pact. Um, I've forgotten the precise name it was called. It was signed in Abuja here between Sonwulu and Abuja. Not seen anything from that angle. Uh, just a while ago, too, Ogun and Oyo also signed mm. some. And they, do you think it will work? They they have a program, policy. We have done for this time. Yeah. Development the agenda for, for Western, Western Nigeria. Uh, for Western Nigeria. Uh, you, you'll see that. And they have some other things. For instance, the Odua investment. I think Bimbo Ashiro just became the chairman of the 
executive MD, I don't know, I read it in the paper recently, and he's from Ogo State. So, with structures like that on ground, if eventually TSEN is unbundled and the Western region is allowed to take over, I see quite a number of things going on because we have infrastructure already. What we need to do is that some of our gas plants that they said is not, um, is not producing, we just find a way to restructure and drag them into it. Then we can increase. When it becomes that, private organization can come up, we can increase the megawatt, we can increase the grid, we can do a lot of things that can happen you know, within our region. But now for us to say somebody is producing light, you know, um, in Kanji, and it has to be, you know, pushed to Shogbo National, whatever they call it, center, mm. before it is not distributed to the whole of Nigeria. What kind of sense is that? So can we have regional, you know, power system? Let's start with that. Let the state integrate. Let them collaborate to see how we can push some of these things happening. So unbundling the national grid, the TCN, is the way to go. There is nothing the national grid. It is national trouble. And that's the truth. Um, we, we need to take uh, one final break at this moment. We'll come back and we'll start taking your calls. This is Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. <laughs> Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home Thank you so much for staying with us. Still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. It's time for us to talk to you this Monday morning. But remember, you can drop your contributions on Facebook, on X, and of course on our WhatsApp line. The number to call this morning is 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. Or 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Our WhatsApp line is 0815-432-1079. You can drop your comments on our WhatsApp page, and I'll be so glad to hear from you this Monday morning. I'll pick some of the comments on Facebook. Adewale Akinfe says, good morning, sir. I just want to know where is the man you just have to love. Oduwale um, Darish says, good morning, all. On the national grids that collapse, they need to check the sector. Something is wrong somewhere. This is becoming more often and looks like a deliberate action and just a way to request for fund. AFCC should come into the sector and do some findings. Thank you. Shunaya today says, good morning. Please let the federal government work on technological means to solve kidnapping in Nigeria. 
Let the government declare emergency on food, power and security and let a lasting solution be found. Nigerians are bleeding. We can't continue this way. Uh, you find that on our Facebook page. Good morning, my people in the house. Yes, Alaji Atiku is correct in his submission, but the reply of the presidency is nothing, saying our living condition is still better in Africa. Is the government a listening one? We have been saying that federal government should lift ban on food items like rice, but the government is allowing poverty and hunger to reign supreme, also allowing insecurity to persist. Um, good morning once again. Who are these cabals that are greater than Nigeria? Can they be crushed? Ogun State Government is existing through the words of the mouth. I don't agree with you on that, and I won't take that further. This is from Memuki, United Towns of Ayituru, uh, on WhatsApp. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, my name is Sonishala Johnson, calling from Randa. Yes, first and foremost, I want to start with Atiku. If Atiku has any good idea, the presidency door is open to him when he criticizes he should propound the solution to that criticism so that we'll be able to move forward. And then on difficulties on our local government, the local government are not helping just like the The local government should go into farming. When Junior Jesus took over government in Ghana, we all went into farming. For about four years, we went to farming and Ghana bounced back. Why is it why is it difficult for state and local government to go into farming in Nigeria to produce food for Nigerians? For the meanwhile, the government can alleviate the suffering by at least giving an embargo that in, within eight months food should come to the country. After eight months, there's not going to be any food that will enter the country again after eight months. I think that would have been very good for the nation. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much, and thank you for sharing your thoughts uh, with us this morning. Uh, Larry Olakomi from Ilaro says, Good morning to you all. May God continue to bless his stars abundantly for his objective assessment of topical issues. I would have expected the presidency not to respond or react to any comments or criticism coming from Alaji Atiku, who is still eyeing to become president. The presidency should rather concentrate on how it will bring good governance to the people and silence Alaji Atiku with performance. It amazes me. Uh, he says custom officers at the border areas are just laughing to the banks. No thanks to the exploitation of smugglers. Good morning. Hello, good morning, my brother. Good morning, Ustaz. My name is Larry Churchill. I receive calling from the People's Parliament in Jagunolema in Abelkuta. Well, uh, it's not obvious that uh, probably a lot of people that surrounded Parliament in Obu uh, are not really having the ideas. I mean, uh, I'm borrowing some people from Abelkuta here. I know some very highly intelligent, highly liberal personalities that are my friends. One of them is Kaine Shogule. They can come and take him, take, take, take him to Azorok. The other one is Kela Ogule. They are vibrant boys. We just need to make Nigeria to work. Well, Mama does not mean any bad thing for Nigeria, but he seems he's not getting it. But we need to do a lot of things. Let me allow other people to call. God bless you. Larry Jaji is my name. God bless you, Honorable Larry Jaji. Uh, to WhatsApp again. Good morning, Ustaz Emmanuel Onomoyemi. Which privatization can survive without government fund? Have we really diversified into agriculture? Are we out of recession? Uh, that's from Ademola Adebajo. Uh, still from WhatsApp. Good morning, my friend Ustaz. And to you, the presenters. Both the federal government and the state government are first to be charged for economic recovery and not the federal government alone. 
Is it federal government that is making Lagos to be what it is now in economic terms? No, but not as it is in River State now. Congratulations to the released school puppies and teachers in Ekiti State and to the rescue team. But to God and Almighty lies the glory. May God grant rest to the souls of those killed and may God comfort their loved ones. Uh, yes, the opposition parties should give alternative strategies while they criticize the existing government. Only then will they be relevant to the recovery of this poor economy. Thank you. Uh, that's from Danforth Edobo. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. I'm Olishi, your daughter. I'm calling from language in the local government. Mr. Ustad once said that we, we now have a financial expert on the driver's seat. What are we getting from this? There is hunger in the land. Let them bring life, frozen meat, fish. During the time of the General Mustafa Mohammed, we have surplus fish, frozen meat. Let them do something about this. There is hunger in the land. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111-1079. Yeah. Good morning, my dear brother. Yeah, I'm agreeing to my dear sister and Zaz. Laro, you're welcome calling from Laro. I don't I don't know why Mr. President is uh, not open to his brother. Also, what they are doing at the border areas is not palatable at all. They are, we know that if, uh, the price of rice has increased you know, uh, due to the exchange rate. But what the customers are also doing, they are exporting these uh, small glass. They will collect money from them. So the money is, will be added to the price of rice. And that is why we have realized that uh, uh, the price of rice is at the rooftop, roof, rooftop now. So why can't Mr. President allow the free flow of rice and leave the customs will now be after other commodities that are not that that are still under the uh, that are still under the bank? So I expect Mr. President expected him to have allowed the free flow of rice. And uh, on the economy, Mr. President, my question is: Is he at the top of the situation we are witnessing in Nigeria? If he's at the top, I know where we know that there will be and. Uh, at the end of the day, so be it. But if we are at the top of the situation, it should rally around people that will support him, support his government, we can bring an end to this hardship. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, thank you, Larry Lakomi. On WhatsApp, humanitarian Abdurashid Okinla from Shakmabe Okuta will tell this man, VP Atiku, to stop reminding us how we sold and shared all our inheritance under privatization for good 16 euros of PDP. The past is what is Otinos dollars was looted and shared to their friends. Uh, good morning, Fresh FM. Can your guest mention any opposition party that has given solution to challenges then taken by the sitting government in the country? Uh, Pibet's desperation was higher than his preparation. That's from Mrs. Fola. Good morning. Hello, Hello good morning. Yes, good morning. Hello. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Adidario from Lukuta. Uh, uh, you see, um, I want to put a comment on um, the Alagia Jiko statement. You know, the opposition has the right to make comments on the progress um, 
of the present government. But the government needs to give what an update. The citizen demands update on the progress of the economy. You know, the economy is biting hard. And the government is telling us that we should exercise patience. But you, you need an update. Okay, this is the level we are in China. That's one that. On two, on food, I think the government, the, the state government needs to rise to the challenge now. At least the more points of today, we are having now more revenue. The state should invest more in agriculture so that the, the issue of this uh, food of the thing can be resolved on the issue of electricity. I think that was the time the, the, the past government, the under the PNG, um, signed a law into bill that the state can generate electricity. What what are the states doing with the emergence of this bill? What are the states doing in their, in their own different states to generate electricity for the populace? Those are the issues. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And that will be our last stop uh, on our feedback session this morning. Thank you to everyone who has been a part of the program this morning. My name is Omoyemi Adese. Do enjoy your Monday as we leave. Uh, Ustas, thank you so much for your time today. Manuel, thank you for having me. Nigerians will keep on praying to God. But I agree, the presidency or the president should address the nation and give us an update. More so on the issue of food. We need somebody to talk to us. That's the truth. Here's wishing you a fantastic Monday. I'm Emmanuel. Good morning. Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Fresh 107.9 FM. La Beoluma. Okile Fala Fala. En Lembemu. Aku de de asikoyi ki seroyin mo wipe oniruru ayipada lo ti deborile ede Nigeria lagbon ni eto oro aje leyi to sokunfa bi ogun logo eniyan se nkoju awon ipe ni ja lori sirisi papa julo ni biti ipawo wole o daju wipe gbogbo eniyan to ngbo mi lasiko yi ni o ti ni riri kan tabi omiran nipa awon ipe ni ja ti mo nso yi amo o o wa kusolukuluku wa lowo lati ma sawawi abi lati gbegbe se akin ko ngbogbo le sun wa bo nitori pe bere odun miran lati wa yi asiko yi lasi le fi wa yanju si gbogbo awon kudie kudie ti eto oro aje orilede yi le ti ko ba wa gege bi enikankan tori pe opolopo ni omo pipe yato nbe laarin oro aje orilede ati oro aje oriko kan ajo vantage market ti setan lati ko ogoro eniyan lawon ona ato ta fi ma pawo wole si papa julo lasiko ta wa lowo yi lorilede yi amo kin to tesi waju edakun e ba mi ko awon number yi sile 0906-059-3552 Esheun, gogbo a wanti wanti gbonti wan, ni wanti gbegbe se, to gbo no yakin, ni kpati ishu wano arati wan. Ya le to rikpe tu oro ajori le de wa lowo yiri bo seri ka wa so wikpe, afika wa no ka joko tetere, ka ma shen koko si bo ngbo gbo se yikpada. Ko je pe orin kosowo kosowo la ma mu benu na awon won kon wa to ye kawo ta ba nso nipa fifi kun awon ona to wo le ma gba wole si akoko ni bi ohun ta ma se lati fi pawo wole si bo ti rorun si iyan ni flexibility ikeji ni irufe ere ta ma je to loyin bo npe ni profitability se wa ri keta ohun ni agbegbe ta ti fe ma se nkan ta nse yi lati fi ma pawo si ta ba nso nipa irorun 
pupo nu wa ni omo pe pipawo lori eru aye lu jara ronun koja kasiara ere goboyi lasi ma je eleyi to wa se pataki ju ni wipe aya derun lati gbe be pipawo wole a tu wa ru gogosi nigbata ba so owo pipawa mo eto oro aje orilede nigeria se wari awon kowo abise bi melokan la le se pelu awon kan ti mo kale yi to je wipe ere wa atutatata yato awon se bi ka ma sise pelu risirisi le se lori ero aye lu jara bi upwork abi fiverr yes freelance ni nkan ti mo nso ka akiri agba nlaye lori sirisi eniyan tin seru ise yi ti won pawo gidi to je owo le okere bi dollar pounds ati euros tabi ke eyan je digital creator ta si ma fi se sori awon ate bi youtube 